Welcome to the Business Behind the Scene podcast with Francesca Moy, where we talk all about real business problems, real solutions, and getting actual results in your business. Hello, my dear friends from Business Behind the Scene. There's nothing better than a conversation with two successful business owners. Between um, Arthur, my client Arthur, and I, there is over 30 years of experience in business, and I've interviewed him in one of my um, group, the Workshop Seeker for Coaches and Experts, and I thought, oh my gosh, you guys need to hear this. So I am sharing how Arthur has literally doubled the business by using my strategies, and he joined the academy, the Sold Out Business Academy, once when the business was already super successful and already in business for 20 years. So we can show you how to scale your business even when you've already been around for a while. Arthur is an amazing coach, he's got the skills, is terrific at what it does and is going to show you how and what happened since he joined the academy and how you can do that too. So go and enjoy this amazing, amazing uh, interview. Uh, I promise you, you're going to love it. It's also live inside of the group, but um, I thought to just put it in here so you guys can listen to it while you're walking, while you're driving, whatever that is, right? Enjoy it. Hello, 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 and welcome everybody. Welcome to Work Your Secret for Coaches and Experts. I am truly excited to be here today. I've got a super special guest for all of you guys. I know many, many, many of you are watching the replay. So if you are watching the replay right now, thank you for watching. Uh, stay until the end because we're going to cover some amazing gold nuggets. Uh, but also tell us in the, in the comments right now that you're watching as a replay so that we can come and say hi to you. And thank you for watching this. Now, if you're watching live, tell us exactly what, what are you watching from. We want to know what city you're watching from. We know, we've got people from all over the world in this amazing group. We're reaching the 11,000 people which is super exciting um, there's a couple of new changes in the group that I wanted to announce for everybody before I introduce this amazing speaker uh, and that we have today uh, hey Jono good to see you here um, we have new um, hashtags that you guys can use to uh, promote your business to talk about your events to talk about what's happening in in your life in your business so that you can um, you know create connections because business it's all about connections so follow those hashtags they are in the cover photo at the top of this group so check them out and um, and use them to to really build that trust with other people in the group so you might get good connection good collaborations good speaking engagements or even good clients you never know all right everybody I am so privileged to be able to announce to you uh, a speaker that we have today um, I've met this gentleman probably about what years ago but uh, we've been following each other on social media for a while and then eventually we jump on a call and I've I was really impressed by the genuinity of this man and the the business a lot of business owners um, they're in the heads they run the business in ego I'm guilty of that at the beginning of my business for sure um, and when I met Arthur I I really was impressed and I was like oh my goodness like I finally found someone that I could see myself collaborating with because it's very genuine and and it runs the business from a heart perspective from wanting to help people and support people obviously while making money because it's really important if not we don't have a business right we have a hobby um, but what I see is that there is the genuine uh, wanting to help people which I, I love that so I would love 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 uh, for you guys to um, get to meet Arthur the way that I know him not the way that you know we sometimes uh, perceive ourselves on social media we wanted to get to know the real Arthur in these uh, next 30 minutes so that you guys can get to know him as much as I know him so everybody welcome Arthur Bubbles thank you so much Francesca geez the real Arthur in 30 minutes we only have 30 <laughs> minutes oh my god 
Thank you so much for the introduction. It's a, it's a pleasure being here, pleasure, you know, serving your community workshop secrets and for coaches and, and obviously, you know, your sold out business academy. You know, things changed me in the last three or four months just being part of it. So I'm sure we'll talk about that today. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But first of all, Arthur, tell everybody, like I don't even know your business journey. Like let's let's go there. How did Arthur get into business? Oh, what happened? Oh my god. Okay, look, you did thirty minutes? Is that what we got thirty <laughs> minutes? I mean is, is this um Look, how do I get in business? Right now, really, our business is, as you can see, all the banner behind me, MBX Institute. We, we train coaches, therapists, practitioners, and healers. And more importantly, you know, I see what's happening in the marketplace today. And there's a lot of people out there who are mindset coaches and the coaches coach. And you know what? There's very few, if any, people who coach the coaches to improve their skills. So really, you know what? We're the coach's skill set coach. And every coach needs a skill set coach. Right? Like you think about a sporting team, you've got a, an attacking coach, you've got a defensive coach, you've got different coaches for different skills. Yeah. And so you know what? You're the business coach. That's why I'm here in your Sold Out Business Academy. Right? In the business academy, you get mindset stuff, you get mindset stuff with any other coach as well too. But that is just saturated with people who've done a weekend workshop and now they're mindset coaches and their lives are still crumbling. And so they're not yes. actually coming from, from integrity themselves. And, but how many people are really saying, you know what? If you're serious about making a difference, what are you doing to sharpen the saw? What are you doing to master your craft? What are you doing to become best in the world at what it is that you do? Mm -hmm. uh, because mastery takes time. Mastery takes patience. Mastery uh, is, is you dealing with the ups and downs, not only of, uh, of being in your own business, and that's where the business mindset comes in, right, to be able to deal with the emotional roller coaster that we talked about before, but also you committing to actually... Um, improving your craft and 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 you know I always say if if you if you had your son or daughter or your child need to have a, a, a neurosurgery who would you take them to if they needed a heart surgery who would you take them to because the work we do mm. on mindsets is neurosurgery the work we do with emotions emotions and the heart is heart surgery and people just take that in my opinion over the 25, 30 years in my experience now, for granted. And I was one that took that. You know, you mentioned before, you know, sometimes you, you, we come from a space of ego. Well, I've been on that mountain, mm. right? And I know you know what it's like. And it's the, the, as quick as you get on that mountain, you quickly fall down that mountain. Oh, yes. And, and, but I think that's part of the journey of, Absolutely. of, of a seasoned entrepreneur. And it's not just entrepreneur. It's like a, a seasoned person with life. Right? We don't get it, right? I, I remember my parents used to say to me, you know, you, you know, one day you'll be knocking your head on the wall, you know, one day you'll get it. It's like, yeah, we're young, yeah, yeah, we're just, we get into that, you know, I know everything, I can do everything my way. It's what my son's doing to me now. <laughs> you know, right? He's 23 and he's doing the same thing that I did, right? And, and you know tell what? him, you'll know one day, right? And, and, and I'm hearing my, my dad in me, you yeah. know, and I thought, you know, I sat back and thought, you know what? Okay, so obviously there's still stuff I need to work with as an individual because that reflects in my business too. A lot of my, my the things I do in business that come from my, from my dad, who was an entrepreneur that came from Greece and started Was businesses. he? Yeah. So there's a, you know, there's a huge story. I mean, I can tell it here because it's about taking Not chances and taking risks, right? I'll get to it, right? And, and, and okay, well, digress. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> <laughs> right? So my dad was about 16 when he lived in a village in Greece up north and he went to the city to work to actually send money back to the, his family, like, you know, the, the old wonks yeah. did, right? Yes. So he was the oldest of, you know, of, of, of the siblings and was sending money back to his family. And then he thought, you know, he's 18, he wants to create a whole new life outside of Greece. So he went to a friend of his that was 
you know, his friends who were on the corner that sell stuff, right? So this friend was giving away, were organising papers to go overseas, like immigration papers. Oh. So my dad had a choice to go to America, South Africa, or Australia. So the man put the papers on the floor, and my dad said, I'm going to throw a rock and whatever the rock lands on. No way. Right? And the rock oh. landed on Australia, and he came to Australia. And I thought, wow, you know, it, it takes someone, that, you know, a quick decision, the best decision, no matter how you do it, but then sticking to it without actually getting caught up in your head. And I see so many businessmen, and I know I, myself, I've been caught up in my head so many times trying to justify what I did or didn't do, as opposed to going with my heart and going with my gut, because that's always the best indicator, right? And so, so that was one thing. And then when we, you know, we, he got married to my mum in Melbourne, and there's a whole story there in terms of how they got married. And you know, we were, I, I was born in Melbourne, so Greece, so I'm Greek. Uh, Melbourne's the second largest Greek city, right? Outside, outside of <laughs> Melbourne, right? Um, and I was about four and a half, and my dad had a huge business. He had a bakery, like all Greeks do. Uh, it was quite large, like 10 vans, uh, runs, and everything. And it was doing really well, but he brought all his family over from Greece, his cousins, his brothers and sisters, his parents. Oh, wow. And my dad's a type of person, and I know where I, myself, and my brother gets that. We just, he just gave and gave and gave and gave. Mm -hmm. And he never had the systems in the back end to look after things. Mm. Where did I get that from, right? And he went bust. He went bankrupt. And he said, you know what? Stuff it. Because he was giving to everything. He went bankrupt. I was four How and a half. How old were you when your dad went bankrupt? Uh, four and a half. And, oh, and what right. he did was this. All he had was a gold watch. This is a story, right? A gold watch. His prize watch. He went. It was 1969. He went into Chrysler, the, the car dealership. And, and put his gold watch as a down payment on a brand new, now he's broke, he's only got a watch. He puts a down payment on a brand new custom line Valiant. Yes, we had a Valiant, right? Okay. And, he, and he drove his family from Melbourne on the old highway to Sydney to start a whole new life in a brand new uh. car. And then he yeah, started working hard, you know, greengrocer, delicatessen, fashion maker, and created what he created. But you know, it's interesting, because when so he didn't he give up. He didn't give up. Now here's the other. Th it was about two or three months in, and he was struggling with my mum. And we remember we were kids. We'd, he'd take us to this park. We'd we'd go and get some dinner, and we'd go to this park and run around. I've got these memories of running in between trees. I'm around four and a half, five years of age, and and they didn't know whether they'd go back to Melbourne or stay in Sydney. So he said to my mum, "Let's ask the kids." So there's four of us, right? So he picked up a rock, put it behind his hands, and had the rock in one hand. He said. If you pick the rock, we go to Melbourne, or stay in Sydney. If you don't pick the rock, we go to Melbourne. And he went to each of myself, my brother, my two sisters, uh, separately. And we all picked a hand to stay in Sydney. Oh, wow. So he stayed in Sydney. So again, leaving things, not necessarily up to chance, but to, um, to signs. These are signs from the universe, right? Mm -hmm. but sometimes we, we neglect them. You know, some people see a sign and say, oh, that's a sign for me not to do something. Yes. And that's, that's, that obstacle is a sign for me to go another way. Isn't it possible that that obstacle is a sign that you're on the right path? Because obstacles aren't in your way. They're mm. on your way. Why do we why do, we do that? Why do we pe we people think that there is an obstacle that means that I shouldn't do this? Instead of going, there's an obstacle, let's lean in and do it more. Is it, is it fear? What do you think it is that stops us from doing that? Yeah, I, I think, yeah, yeah, obviously everything's fear-based, right? So it's some sort of fear to see, well, we all want um, safety, want security and safety, mm -hmm. it's a, a habitual instinct. And, you know, we're not wired 
from a, neuro, a nervous system perspective to thrive. You know, our, our primitive system is fight or flight, to, to look for danger, right? Mm. We don't mm. look, you know, we're wired to actually stay, keep safe. We don't, we're not wired to look for opportunities. We're wired to look for danger. And mm. so what are we focusing on at an unconscious level? Danger. And so what do we get? Danger. And, and so when, when we see danger, some, we get away. When we, see, when we see the obstacle, mm. then we say, okay, obstacle danger, not obstacle opportunity. Mm. But is it possible that the obstacle is a sign from the universe or whatever it is that you believe, put in front of you to see how committed you are, whether you really want something bad enough because, you know, fortune favours the brave, fortune favours the bold, fortune favours those who actually are committed to take that chance. And if you go back and look at history of all the people that were someone, the mm. people took a chance. People that follow the gut, people that follow the heart. It didn't just happen to them. Mm. That's amazing, right? And if you're watching this and you're re resonating with this, do you take a chance? Do you, do you see an obstacle? Like, are you resonating with this? I would love to know uh, where you guys are at. And if you do resonate, just say resonate in the chat. I want to see yeah. how many what, what, you... What's your current obstacle? Get them to put their current obstacle in the yes. chat. Yes. What's the yes. obstacle in your life, in your business, in your relationship? Right? Okay, well, there we go. What was your biggest obstacle in your business when you first started? Yeah. And is it still there? Because yeah. if it's still there, you know, things might have changed around you, but you haven't changed. Mm. We're still doing all things. This is what I found with myself, like, you know, 25, 30 years in this field. And, you know, as I said, training, started off as a massage therapist, right? So I enrolled in a massage. Because before right. that, before that, right, I was uh, in finance and business. I had an economics degree, finance qualifications. I had a property marketing company. I had mobile phone stores. I was in Melbourne, right? I got married to Mel uh, in Melbourne to my ex-wife, Michelle. And... And like a good Greek boy, because I left Melbourne, right? When I, I, I left Sydney around 94, how old was I? About 29. Went to Melbourne for four years, got married in Melbourne, and then came back to Sydney. And I came back to live right next door to my parents, like a good Greek boy in the ah. house right next door to my parents, <laughs> right? We almost had the oh, lamb and the spit in the front yard. <laughs> And, and there's a story behind that, but when we came back to Melbourne, uh, back to Sydney, I sold my businesses and... What businesses I, did you have? I, I had a property marketing business, I had a finance oh, yeah. brokerage and two mobile phone stores. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. In Melbourne, and I sold them and I rolled in a massage course. And uh, My brother had done a lot of work with me, he's a chiropractor, there's all this other, you know, wonderful personal development, health stuff, and, and I was quite unhealthy then and became healthy and I thought, you know, I want to be able to get in this industry. Like we all do. We all come in this field because we've had a healing ourselves. Yes. Right? We come in this field because we've had a moment that we have had a hard moment. We've gone to see a practitioner or a therapist or a coach and we've had this transformation. Think, oh my God, there's a calling for me to do something as well. That's a rite of passage, right? Mm. And so I enrolled in the massage course. This is back in 96. Came back to City 97 and did my energetic healing. Right? And then I thought, I can heal the planet. I had evolved. <laughs> I became spiritual. Right? <laughs> Man, I had a mullet, I had my turtle net, I had a vest, I had crystals hanging out. Like oh my God, stuff. do you have oh, a photo of that? Uh, yeah, I might have to put the photo in. I was, uh, you, know, you know the people who, they have one healing and they're now just spiritual? Yes. Right? Yes, and I'm not I saying, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying it's good or bad thing. Again, it's a rite of passage because we're stuck in the system mm -hmm. and we jump into another level of consciousness that we think that we've arrived, that we haven't done the work from an individual level, right? Mm -hmm. And, and it's the first step, and we think it's the last step, but it's actually yeah. the first step. Yeah.
correct. And then for me, so we went on this journey, you know, for, so from massage to energy work to NLP to hypnosis to coaching to kinesiology to Chinese medicine, like it never stopped learning. I remember my, I was living next door to my mum, right? And this was now uh, 1990. Was it 1990? No. Mm. No, no, 1999, so 2000. 1999, 2000. Yeah. And, you know, I'd gone back to college and studying and uni and everything else. And my mum said to me, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm, I'm studying. You, you like us going to school. Look, you should be home starting a family. You're now back at school, right? It's like when I was at school, I never went to school. And they wanted to get me to school. I now, know. Now, like I'm studying from college to university, doing all the stuff that I love. No, go and start a family. You yeah. know what I mean? So it was quite interesting, the, the, the flip that happened there. And then from there, you know, being in this field. So when I look at, you know, my history in the last 25, 30 years, it's like, this is my present life, right? And before that, it's my past life. So I've got my past life story and my present life. And I mean, the stories within the present life because I know when I first got into this field, like everyone, we want to be able to make change. We hop on this high horse. We have this sense of our, our confidence, which at a core, I think, is false sense of confidence. It's being mm -hmm. hubris. We think we can do anything. We're untouchable, mm -hmm. right? Our modality is the best modality. I can heal the planet and all the other things that people do uh, aren't as good as me. No, right? yeah. And I yeah. don't need to do any more because I've done enough. Yeah. Right? And I was like that too, right? It's like, you know, oh, but that, that's, it's like, yeah, you can build something be, from your passion, as you say, but then when you get to a point, you think, okay, well, what's going to sustain the business? And for me, the passion kept on sustaining the business and I was basically a one-man band for 25 years. I'd have people that came to help and support me. We, we grew closer and then I did something to sabotage it. You know, did you? We grew closer and I did something to sabotage it. And you know where the sabotage was, Francesca? What I had a it? belief that was running. My dad had always told my brother and myself because he went bankrupt, right? He said, never trust anyone in business. Aha. Uh -huh. Now, how's that belief going to get you to where you want to go today? Wow. So you had a business partner and you well, had I'd, I'd, Well, I'd have people come in to work with me and potentially okay. become partners yep. and, you know, train them up and it's almost like, you know, yeah, and then suddenly, you know what? Something happens. Well, what happened? I yeah. happened. I got in the way. <laughs> I happened. I sabotaged it. Wow. Well, how many other people sabotage your own success or their own journey? I've because, done it. Yeah, because they haven't dealt with stuff from the past and it wasn't until... I looked at that myself. And you know what? You keep on saying that you're, and you're 100% correct, that your business is a 3D printout of your thoughts. Mm. Well, it's not just your business, right? Your life is a 3D life. print of your thoughts. Your body. Your body, your relationships. And so yes. whatever was happening in my business, well, how was it happening in my relationships too? And I didn't, you know, it's sort of, I'm in this field, right? I'm supposed to know. It. I'm the communication guy. How can this happen to me? <laughs> right? And then, you know, I just, you know, blind spot. Right? I didn't see what was going on in, in my relationship, not only with my personal relationship, with my, with my ex-wife, but also with my friends and people around me. And the patterns were the same. When you take a bird's eye view, it's like, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm. You don't separate your business and your personal life. And I see that, and I say, I say there's so much humility and, and love. I see you've got such a wonderful group in your Soul That Business Academy. So many people have got a, a vision, a purpose. They want to make a difference. And they'll say They'll say, they're in the room, I say, I'm, I'm the person in my way. Everyone says that I'm the person in my way. Yeah. But you know what? They're not actually acknowledging what's in the way and they're not doing the work. Mm. Right? And, it, and for me, it's, it's, it's just timing.
right? You've got to trust the process, right? What I've learned with you, like being in this academy, is like you've got to slow down and speed up. And this is something that Arthur, I used to hate this phrase with a passion until I accepted it and I slowed down to go faster. And it actually did happen. Yeah. And what slowed down, what helped me slow down is actually putting all the things that my dad never had, because that was another pattern. Mm. My dad never had the administration in his business organized. That's why he went bankrupt. He put passion in his work. He loved what he did. You know, he was a, a people pleaser. People loved my dad. He had the gold tooth. He'd smile with a gold tooth. He'd ah. go out dancing, breaking plates. Everyone wanted to go out with my dad. He was the, the extrovert from there, right? But things had to be done his way. He was on his own mountain. Very hard for him to put his hand up for help. Uh. And that's what I got. And until I looked at that and said, you know what? How's this affecting? You know, I didn't want to lose that because I'd lose that connection with my dad. Mm. But mm. there's so many other wonderful things I can stay connected with him, right? Without sabotaging ourselves, right? That's right. What may have worked or supported us when we were younger may not necessarily support us to work for us now. My mum kept saying things change, and they do. Things change, <laughs> right? Thank goodness. Yeah, absolutely. Imagine if they stayed the same. I know. And so it's like when people tell you, you have changed. It's like, yeah, thank goodness yeah. that I have. And, and for me, I realize every time things are going well for my business and doing great, and we're fortunate we've done well, and it's the passion, I think, that keeps it going. What stopped it going to next level is what my bad never had was the systems and procedures and processes which I never put in place. Mm. I thought I had this. And you know what? I could do it all myself because I knew it all, right? right? I never put my hand up for help. And I see a lot of people in your, in your academy as well. They're there for help, but they're not putting their hand up for help. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. Okay. And when and you're yeah, there for help, true. when yeah. you're there for help because you know what? Why did I join your academy? Because you're right. I remember seeing you about seven years ago when you first hit the social media scene. I thought, who's this crazy lady? What is she <laughs> <then?"> <laughs> and, and exactly what did I know back then? Probably yeah. not But much. you know what? But your passion kept, them, kept you moving yeah. forward. You're getting results. And then... Hold on a second. What's going on here? What's going on here? What's going on here? What's going on here? And early on this year, you know, you put a post out of that you're having a live event. Who wants a free ticket? Hop on a call. Hop on a call. The rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We had the chat and the call. And then that call, you know, you made me realize some of these things I'm talking about now that, you know, for things to change, I have to change. I can't keep on doing the same things. So what's missing? And so you helped me uncover where you ask the questions, what was missing in my business? Because that was missing in your business. And that's what you've mastered to have to help other people put in their business, right? And it was the systems and the procedures. And, you know, for me, over the last three months, not only have we had a great opportunity to build a great connection with you and the team and, and everything else, you know, we're, we're putting a team in place. Like, you're about to take on a third VA next yes. week, right? Do I have the work for them? Not yet. <laughs> we'll create it. I was telling the two of them yesterday. Don't worry about it. We're here. We're committed because we want to put energy into creating something future. We're not looking at this obstacle as it's not going to work. We're looking at this is the, this is the, the obstacle that's going to take us to the next level, all of us. So we're growing together. So, you know, what do we need to do to actually fill up our diary? What do we need to do to actually create the inquiries and follow your systems, follow the procedures? Because you know what? It works, <laughs> right? And, and so for me, the last three or four months, I've seen things that we're putting in the back office that I've never had before. Now, I 
I, I, you know, I, I, I beat myself up sometimes. It's not happening fast enough because we all want things today, right? Yesterday, don't we? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, okay, well, okay, all right, yesterday. But we forget <laughs> the little things that we do every day, right? Mm -hmm. Other big things. And it's interesting because, you know, you read a book and it's not until maybe the second, third or fourth time you get it, right? I did a book review the other day and it just blew my mind. And I want to share with you because the book was Atomic, Atomic Habits, right, by James Clear. Okay. Right? And it's exactly what your business is about. And I want to read this, right? Because for me, this is what I've gotten out of your business and what I think everyone else needs to understand to be able to help them grow their business. It's a quote from the book. If you're having trouble changing your habits, because if your business isn't growing, it's your habits, right? It's the stuff that you're not necessarily doing, it's the stuff that you're not doing, right? Mm -hmm. The problem isn't you. The problem is your system. Bad habits repeat themselves again and again, not because you don't want to change, but because you have the wrong system for change. You do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. Wow. And Drop and the mic. Like, that is the Navy SEAL philosophy, right? When they train Navy SEALs, they put them in situations where they never, ever thought they'd ever experience. So when they're in battle, if that happens, they know how to handle it. A Navy SEAL knows that you never fall, you never rise to the opportunity, you never rise to the challenge, you fall back to your last training. You fall back to your last system. And I'm realizing with you now, I'm putting something in place to fall back on to the last system. So that's the training, right? And what happened? I was able to go overseas you know, six weeks ago with my kids for about four or five weeks. And even though we just started, we had some sort of system in place where things kept on ticking over. Yeah. And in where we, over COVID, where I thought our business was, um, yeah, where everyone's slowing down, suddenly, you know, it's, it's, it's picked up. We've almost doubled our business what we did in COVID last year in the, in the, in the three or four months with you. And uh, I'm more excited about the possibilities now in the future than what I was when I first started 30 years ago in this business. Wow, that's so good. Because my mindset now is I'm starting from scratch. Mm. But I've got so much experience now and such a platform to build on. But Arthur, this is the thing that I was saying before, right? Like you're willing and I, I would like to, to, to explore that a little bit more before the people that are watching because I have had many, many, many chats with business owners that need help and they, they, their approach is I need help and I'm going to prove it that I can do it all by myself. And I have had that in my, in my own business and, and I had to get over myself to be able to ask for help. And you are doing that now. Like when, when, when we first started working together, I was like, wait a minute, this man has been in business for 25 years. What can I teach you? I've been only been in business for seven. How can I help and support us? So there was that, that my self-doubt in that as well. But then I want to, I want to ask you like how, how do you do that? How did you manage to go, I'm starting from scratch and not having your ego going, do you know who I am? It's a good question. <laughs> well, you know, the three areas I believe that everyone needs to master to create impact and to rise up as a leader and to be able to express their soul and spirit. You know, it's self-mastery. You've got to master yourself first. No matter what you do in life, whether you want to be a mum, an engineer, uh, an accountant, mm. a solicitor, you've got to master yourself. You've got to become the person that inspires other people to change, right? And to help them have a better quality of life. The second is your craft mastery. You want to say craft mastery is once you've mastered yourself, what's the one thing that 
lights you up? What's the one thing that makes you get up every morning? What's the one thing that when you focus on that you love to do? It's not work. It's just something you love to do. And time just disappears, right? Because a lot of people are doing things that they don't love to do. They haven't stopped to think about what actually lights them up, right? Or they're scared to face that. And so people only do that if they do the self-mastery, if they do the work, right? They can then connect to their North Star, what, what their what their magic is, what their signature is, what's their profession. If you want to be an accountant and you love the numbers, awesome. Be the best in the world as an accountant. Be one that does his business or her business in a whole different way, right? And then once you find that, the next is actually, well, how do you get that message out? You need to run a business. Otherwise, you're working for someone else. The only way to create something in the world is for you to become an entrepreneur. That's the evolution of the spirit, right? Tony Robbins says that business is a spiritual game because yes. it's through becoming an entrepreneur that you connect to your high levels of consciousness. And I think to answer your question then, I look back at my journey of 25 years in being in business and also have this business mindset from my dad. It's the ups and downs. It's, it's the losses, not the wins, that have made me who I am today. Mm. Because it's through the losses that you reflect. It's me judging myself, fine, but you've got to do the inner work. You've got to face the demons. You've got to actually say, you know what? If you're going to stand up and make a difference, you're going to either keep on doing what you've been doing or are you going to, is it time to change? And I, I don't know, it's just something, you know, like it's, it's soul work. It's inner work. You know, yeah. you, you, I think you can't, you, oh, you probably can, but what type of business is, I don't want to make a generalization, but, you know, imagine having a business where you're creating impact and you've done that soul work and you're connecting with people as opposed to having a business that creates impact, but you're not connecting with people. What type of business is that? It's not a business. Business about people, right? And I've done that before, but there was no connection. Yeah. So what comes first? And that only happens when, you know, it's the hero's journey or the heroine's journey by Joseph Campbell, right? We all go through it. You know, we're all going to have to go through the winter of our life, go into the void, go into the self-discovery, into the dark side for us to find out more about ourselves. And then we have to make a decision. Is this who you want to be or not? Because mm. you want to make a difference, you've got to rise above it. We never get rid of our demons, in my belief, Francesca. People attempt to get rid of the darkness. But you know what? The only reason darkness exists is to, to allow a light shine. Light doesn't shine anywhere else other than in darkness. Mm. So unless you've gone through darkness, you can't connect to your light. And everyone's got their own story. I'm not taking anyone's story away from them. But when I look back and I think of the story, especially for the last four or five years for me, right, you know, with both my parents passing away and my marriage falling apart and you know at that time i thought it fell apart it didn't fall apart it just got to where it needed to get to for the next evolution of our conscience for myself and for my ex-wife and for my kids but the more i kept on pointing the finger the more i'm going to create the same pattern and it took work it took me a lot of walks in the morning i'm blessed i'm here in cronulla right <laughs> right on the beach you know you know i'm going to do that to the beach right i go yeah. for a walk every morning i go watch the sunrise every morning and my brother was here the other day and we're sitting on the veranda outside there and he said you know what cronulla saved your life i said i think it did mm -hmm. because there's something when you uh, walk on long water and you get the negative ions and you catch the sunrise every morning you know what Life continues. Life continues. And you, it might be cloudy, but guess what? The sun's still there. Mm. The sun's not not there. 
But people focus on the clouds as opposed to focusing on the small rays that come through the clouds. That is always there. It's always so there. True. It always rises, no matter what. And we just got to keep reminding that and it's just so difficult at the time, right? When, when you're in business or in relationships and everything seems so dark, seems so... Um, they seem the light is not there, but you're so right. The light is always there. If we focus on that, maybe we see more light, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and really, uh, getting back to, again, what we were saying before, and really the value that you give with your academy is the, and the two things that helped me change in the last, my business in the last three months or so, four months, is the systems and the procedures. Mm -hmm. Because you can always fall back to them to keep you moving forward. We also have systems in our life. We've got procedures in our life. You know what they are? They're our values. They're our operating system. A lot of people don't know what the values are. They don't know what's important to them. And so they go through life without a checklist. They're hoping to get something. They hope to find the right partner. They hope to find the right opportunity. They hope to actually, oh, here comes something. Here comes someone. Maybe this will work. And they don't know. And it's like driving through an orange light. There's the metaphor, right? So what potentially can happen when you drive through an orange light? You know what people are thinking when they go through an orange light? I hope I get to the other side. <laughs> hope I don't. hope no one hits me. Guess what they're focusing on? Ah, they're going to get sideswiped. But what if you knew exactly what was important to you in business, in your life, in your relationships? It's driving through green lights. So true. And if you do meet a red light, you just stop and accept that it's part of the journey. Exactly. And say, okay, hey, time to, you know, uh, refresh, time to say, okay, take a breather. Mm. What's working, what's not working. But you see, here's the thing. Without the systems and procedures, you can't stop. Mm. Because you don't know how to handle it. Yeah, yeah, you're chasing your tail, you know. It's like, you know, you said something in the training the other day, I wrote down, right? I, I, write, I take notes. I've got to write ah. Any task that you need to repeat, right, you can, and more than once, you can delegate to a virtual assistant. That's a bit delegated, yeah. And you said what you do with your clients first up, and what we did is write down everything you do every day, right, and how long it took you. Then you realize how many things you repeat and how long it takes you. And you start thinking, okay, what's my time worth to me? What if I had a virtual assistant? Can I do that work and actually open up more time? And, ha and then... You know, the journaling is huge because not only do we become aware of the actions, we also become aware of the reasons and the emotions behind why we do the actions, what it means for us. Mm. And so you can't run away from that then, right? Either you keep on doing the same stuff or you change it. That is gold. Arthur, I, I would just keep going. Like, this is bloody I amazing. And I, I love chatting with you and I'm very excited <laughs> that, um, you know, we might be able to invite you again uh, if everybody here um, is enjoying this as much as I am, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know me, I'm like a machine. I never go over time and it's five minutes past. <laughs> but we cracked you, yes. <laughs> oh my yeah, God, I'm the one that got Francesco going six minutes over now. <laughs> you did it, you did it. It was just absolutely amazing. And I just love... I love this is what exactly is my biggest value is to be able to connect with people and to um, understand what drives them and what gets them to, to who they are now because you were absolutely spot on. And I needed to hear that today and I hope that you guys watching this, you need to hear some of the uh, gold nuggets that Arthur shared with us today. So if you do love it, just say love it. I want to see how many of you loved absolutely today. Um, I absolutely love it. So thank you so much for your time, Arthur. And 
I think we're going to invite you back. I think this is going to be a recording thing. If you guys love it and you would like Arthur back, just said, come back. We're going to see how many, um, how many people will love you back. And it's going to be really exciting <laughs> to have you back. So thank you, thank you, thank you again for thank your you, time. Thank you. Pleasure. And Pleasure being here. And I'm happy to come back anytime to serve the community. Because, you know, it's like we've said everything that we said, but this is not possible without the environment that you're creating, Francesca. Not only in this group, but also in your... It's all that business academy, and uh, that's why people come and join because of the environment. And we become our environments, and I think that's why you get the results. I appreciate it. Arthur, how can people find you? If, if there's a coach here and needs to be upskilled, how, how do they find you? How do they work with you? Thanks for that. They can go to our Facebook group that you helped us to put together. <laughs> so, uh, even similar name, right? World Class Mindset and Coaching Secrets. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. So they can find us there and, you know, we, we, we come. In fact, I'm going there live today at 12.30 and we're talking about the three things a coach needs to focus on. Oh, perfect. To create impact and, and, and the five C's of coaching so they can improve their process. Ooh. All right, everybody. Thank you so much, Arthur, again one more time. Everybody give it thank up you. for Arthur. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, then you have to come to check out our Facebook group, Workshop Secrets for Coaches. It's a community of over 9,500 coaches that are ready to boom their business by running workshops. They are stuck in one-on-one coaching and they're ready to start to go one-to-many. So if you are one of those coaches, then you have to join us. I look forward to see you there. And hey, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and leave me a review to win a ticket to one of my workshops. I look forward to see you there.